Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. It is the last episode of Season 7, and I can't believe that it is here already. I can't believe we've been doing this for eight years. So, pretty crazy (laughs) stuff. Tonight, we are wrapping up Step 12, which is love. So, we're doing tonight, we're doing integration as well as reflection and to say a sweet goodbye to Season 7. So let me welcome my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing well. It just seems like time goes by faster and faster the older I get. I don't know. (laughs) It does. Time is a funny thing. Uh, Sometimes it feels like it's going super slow, and sometimes... It feels like it is going super fast. So, <laughs> True. Yeah. So tonight we are talking love, as I said. And so integrating love, um, we've been talking about different aspects of love. Is there anything from this month that stands out to you um, that we've either, either talked about on the show or just in general as you have had love as your focus this month? So I think for me, um, our conversations seem to always get back to self-love. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, in, uh, I think in our culture, it, self-love is, is often misunderstood And there seems to be some confusion between selfish and self-love, and they couldn't be further apart. Uh, If if, uh, I think probably every listener that we have, maybe every person who's lived on the planet, has had the experience (laughs) of uh, not valuing themselves, not seeing themselves as a gift to humanity. And in reality, each of us was um, endowed with with special gifts to serve each other. And unfortunately, what happens in my experience and in my observations is that oftentimes those gifts are negated by others or even squelched down by us, you know, our own um, doubts, our own fears, our own insecurities where we we begin to doubt that we have anything to share or give uh, to to humanity. And in reality, we each have special gifts, and they're different, they're unique, they're special to us. And if given the opportunity to cultivate those gifts, we can share those with one another and lift one another. And unfortunately, there are a lot of circumstances, a lot of environments that, uh, that don't allow us as human beings to express those gifts or to enhance those gifts 
And it's very sad to me when I look at, um, I feel so blessed to live in the United States of America and have had the opportunities I've had. There are people in my country that haven't had those opportunities either. But when I look at some countries where women are felt to be second class and girls are not to be educated, and I just think, you know, I think that's, that's such a, um, a loss, such a loss to them themselves and to society and to humanity when people are not allowed their full expression, they aren't allowed to be themselves. And so I think part of our gift living in our country where we have more freedom to, to have self-expression, although there are people in our country that don't have it either based upon their circumstances and based upon uh, where they live, um, you know, what, what opportunities they have, um, how much they're they're given that opportunity to really express themselves and and uh, expand upon their their God-given talents. So it's um, even though I I grew up in a home where I was encouraged to be to to do what I could do and be myself, I still was not in love with myself. I I still doubted myself. And I didn't have the tools to to be able to combat those feelings of being less than. And so it took it took me you know a period of time in my life to where I understood what self love was and what self care meant, and how that would create within me this capacity to love others so much more fully and so authentically because I would be full. And I had an overflow of love. And so my goal now is to become a person that loves enough myself that that overflow of love can, when I walk into a room, people know she, she's, you know, walking love. She, I can feel that coming from her, the way she looks at me, the way she carries herself, her confidence, her capacity to see me and hear me shows me that she understands love and that's what I that's what I want in my life and I I'm striving to practice that to become more full fully in love uh, with my own talents and my own gifts and confidence in my value that I can now express that through my own words actions and thoughts to others so that they can know their value and learn to love and appreciate themselves so I think the conversations that we've had have been amazing with so many diverse coaches with with their own unique talents and perspectives. It comes down to love is the power that enables us to know our own worth and to help others to know their worth, and that's self-love. So I just, I always get um, kind of goosebumpy when I think about it because it took me a good period of time in my life before I could understand that concept. And so as a coach, that's what I want to help people as they go on this journey of a pathway to freedom and love being that ultimate goal. That's our last step. All the things that we've practiced as far as awareness and willingness and surrender and possibilities and all these steps lead us to that step of love. 
where we can love ourselves and love others and see our value and help others to find their value. And if we could just, as human beings, if we could all embrace that understanding, what a what a peaceful place life would be. We don't have control over that, being the whole world peaceful, but we can have peace in our souls and we can share that peace with others and, and within our sphere of influence we can we can be that peace, that love that brings um, joy and understanding. And not that life will be perfect or there's still going to be chaos and there's still going to be disappointments, but we have the tools to overcome those by, by loving ourselves, forgiving ourselves, acknowledging ourselves, and then loving, forgiving, and acknowledging others as well. So that's my take yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. What about yeah. you? What about you? Well, this month we talked about no judgment and we talked about boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we judge, we judge love a lot. I think way more than we think we do because there is the judgment of how we love others, how others love us, how it's supposed to look, how it does look. Who's supposed to give it to us? Who are we supposed to give it to? There's all kinds of judgment around love. And I think that really looking at those judgments that you have and really asking yourself, is this true? Is this true? Is this true about them? Is this true about, you know, are there should? love and you know get really clear on what we want what we want to give what we're willing to receive and those come in boundaries defining love for ourselves expressing what that definition means to the ones who love us asking them what their definition is and then establishing those boundaries around how we want to give and receive love. And I think that the more clear we are on that, the more we will get that need met of being loved and feeling loved and feeling like we are truly loving others. So I think that the topics we've had this month have been really powerful and I wanted to touch on them again um, as we're trying or as we're doing the integration and just, um, you know, just bring those, those thoughts back to the, the forefront of our brains and in our thought process. I think it's important what you said about um, feelings. You know, we we had a guest coach on our um, our year, our year membership program, Lori Marie, and she she talked about you know we can be in our head when we think about love, or we can be in our heart, and that a lot of times our feelings are we don't really feel our feelings, and that how we feel when we're experiencing love is something to pay attention to. To really be attentive to the feelings you have. Where do you feel that joy, that peace, that 
that uh, sensation of love. It's not in your head. You know, we can define it. We can think of examples of it. But when we feel it, we know. We know that that's that feeling of love. It's just, it just like feels, fills you up and makes you, I mean, for me, because each of us has, has a different visceral experience when we experience love. And there's so many different kinds of love. Uh, but if we talk about compassion and and love and um, peace and and what where do we feel that do we feel that in our heart do we feel it in our you know in our mind do we feel it in our stomach you know where do we feel that love does it fill us up or is it all you know centralized in a location and when we feel it we know it and there's such a a visceral, physical reaction. And that is something to, to really be attentive to. And sometimes I mm-hmm. am so much in my head that I don't integrate. And we're talking about integration. I don't integrate the feeling with the thought or the word um, or even the action. And it's that mm-hmm. being attentive to how do you feel when you are loving yourself? How are you feeling when you you feel like your cup is full? How do you feel when you're you're depleted? And are are you paying attention to that? And are you taking action and steps to fill yourself up again so that you can give love to others or give compassion to others or kindness, whatever denotes love to you and I mm-hmm. I was really impressed with that conversation because for me that's a conscious effort that I pay attention to and and often need to be reminded in order to integrate my head and my heart in in the act of compassion or love for myself or others so that was a, a, a good conversation as we integrated uh, the concept of love and and really having compassion for ourselves and others. And that was a good conversation. I, I really appreciated that. Yeah, definitely. And thinking back to the beginning of this year and each step and how I've changed over this year, so much has changed um, from when we started in October to now, and not just in in my world, but in everyone's world. You know, we've had mm, this whole time we've been in a pandemic. You know, this whole time things have been constantly changing. Don't wear don't uh, wear masks. Don't wear masks. Wear masks. Don't wear masks. Um, you know. Uh, Kids going to school, kids coming home from school, um, kids being on the computer, kids back in school. So it's just, um, it's been a, a, a change, constant change this year. And so I think it's a really um, interesting year to reflect back on and really see how we have, um, how we've grown and how we've changed and how our perceptions of things have changed and shifted and um, prepare ourselves in going into season eight and how will we approach 
awareness this time around? How we how will we approach um, any of the steps this time around? And that's so um, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what is really going to be I think. our focus? Go ahead. Yeah, I think you really um, hit upon a, a, a central theme for this year because we've been doing this for a long time, and we've taught this workshop, live workshop. It's our, one of our favorite workshops to teach, and doing it uh, in, as a part of our, our podcast and doing it as a part of our membership program, and doing it in conjunction with our newsletters and our our social media posts and my little daily terry talks we've all we've we've couched those in each of the steps so that there's consistency for us consistency for our growth as well as see for those who you know listen and and participate with us and it is Every time we do this workshop and every time we do this podcast and every time we we run a, a session with our with our um, groups, there's a a depth of understanding that is increased because of our collaboration, our collaboration with one another and collaboration with all those that we we have in our circle of influence and that have influence over us and it just there's so much rigor as you go deeper and deeper in your understanding and not just your understanding but your application your internalization to where you can be hyper aware you can pay attention and be attentive to the opportunities that come your way to the challenges and and how do you how do you speak? How do you think about the the chaos that through this year? How how has it? What are the silver linings? Because there have been silver linings in this experience for me. Uh, I I understand myself better. I recognize my my needs better. I more clearly understand my passion and purpose. There's just there's been a lot of growth the first few months when we were isolated, I fall into the group of was, which was, you know, considered um, most at risk. Well, probably not most at risk, but one of the higher risk groups because of my age. And uh, so I, I was isolated. I mean, I didn't go out of my house except just go into my yard and people came to see me. They stood way far away from me. And uh, my groceries were delivered. I mean, everything. And so I learned a lot about myself because I was just with myself, you know. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was a growing opportunity. Even though at times I, I felt lonely, I figured out how to not feel lonely. And so, again, paying attention to my feelings and then problem solving, you know, brainstorming. How can I address this so that even in this isolation, I can feel love, I can feel joy, I can feel peace and move forward. And so that means going deeper into my soul and deeper into my processing and being able to understand that. So I don't think I would ever say I've practiced these 12 steps and I don't need to practice them anymore. I don't need to learn anything yeah. more about them. I got it. I got it. You know, but no, 
I mean, that's the joy. That's the excitement. That's of being a learner uh, is that you can go deeper and you can apply in your life and then give that to others through your example and through your service and through your compassion. So, yeah, I don't think I'll ever say, oh, I got it. Yeah, I'm completely aware. Yep, I know what surrender means. I look at possibilities all the time, you know. I think that I have that awareness that it's a lifelong process. Absolutely. And I think that that's why us doing the same 12 steps every season works because we come to that step again as new people. And Mm -hmm. we approach it as new people with new experiences and another layer of our onions, so to say, um, has been drawn back and that new layer hasn't addressed awareness, right? And so having these these monthly focuses helps us to continue to peel peel the, the layers of that onion away and go deeper and take the information deeper and also expand because we don't just go deeper, but we also expand our our understanding because the coaches we had last year uh that were that were guests were not are not the same coaches that we have this year so we're going to be hearing from different coaches on these on these topics we're going to be giving getting mm-hmm. different understanding and different um you know tools and different feedback of of these of these steps and it's so it's never the same and it may be the same step and the same topic but what is said and what is given is never the same and so there's always something new to receive so i that's one thing that i love about i love steps but i also love about um how we've put uh this podcast together and I mean, the the first time we, you know, when we decided we were going to do this and we thought about, okay, what do we want to share? And, you know, we were like, okay, let's do the 12 steps. I don't know if we thought we were going to do more than just the 12 steps. You know, maybe we we're just going to do one season and now we're going into season eight and we're still getting something every single Monday night from doing this podcast. And our intent is to also give something to the listener, um, though this podcast feeds me, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, mm-hmm. that's why I still love doing it, because I get mm-hmm. something from having this touch point each week, focusing on something and really saying, okay, how can I implement this this step this week or this this month how can i um focus on this how can i improve this how what can i practice around this and um you know i receive so much from from focusing on that step that month and then in the next month i'm ready to do the next one so yeah i think that that is that's the the wonder of fearless generations 12 steps to freedom it's the the podcast that keeps on giving 
<laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yep, it's been uh, it's been a journey, and it's been for me. Each season, I I gain more understanding, and as I gain more understanding, I can relate these these principles in my coaching, in my leadership work that I do with the chamber, in my government service as a city council person. It's just you know, I'm able to now take these 12 steps and they're just, they're a part of me. And so I can talk to people when, when they come up with, you know, what can I do about this problem? I can talk about the, the steps. I can can coach them or depending on the situation, I can guide them. Uh, if they're not a client, we can just have a conversation. And it, it's very much aligned with my spiritual being and my my work in my spiritual realm and it just all works together and uh, you know the synthesis and synchronicity of it is is just amazing absolutely well I have loved doing season seven with you Terry and I look forward to next Monday and starting over with awareness we have some great coaches already lined up for season eight i have interviews galore this week to meet with even more coaches we have brand new coaches to the podcast coming on this year we have some um repeat guests coming on the show this year and of course trish march is going to be with us as well and we just um, we love doing this podcast, and Terry, I thank you for being here with me this week. Yeah, well, it's an honor, and I enjoy I enjoy working with you and together growing and just you know our personal relationship as well as our business continues to expand and grow as we apply these principles of fearless living, and they can transform your life, and so. It's uh, it's a blessing, and I'm grateful for that. So thank you, Kelly. Thank you. We want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go check it out at fearlessliving.org, and you can find all kinds of great stuff there. You can find Terry and I at Fearless Generations. Dot org, and you can see all of the things that we've got going on for you, especially go check out Bridging Fear to Freedom, our six-week class that is starting October 2nd. We would love to have you there. Go check it out on the website under virtual events, and we will be there. You can register. You can read more about it. We would love to have you in the class. So please go check that out. Also, we always have workshops going on, so go check that out as well. This uh, Right now, we are doing the Fearless Life workshop series, so definitely um, be on the lookout for posts about that. And if you aren't yet, go to Facebook and get in our Facebook group called Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations. You will get all the information you would possibly want about Fearless Generations there. Um, Be up to date on everything we've got going on, as well as all of the mini posts 
that we post there to support you in really getting to be able to implement the step of the month and, um, you know, expand your, your view and your thinking around it. So please um, be there and get all of that information. If Facebook is not your jam, then definitely check us out as um, Fearless Generations on Instagram as well as LinkedIn. So we thank you, everyone, for being here with us, and we look forward to Season 8. Can't wait. Terry, it's not very you? far away. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. And, uh, okay, Terry, do you well, have any you. last thing that you would like to share? No, I'm just really excited to start over again and, and go deeper and and just get back into practicing all the 12 steps. And and it's a, it's a pleasure and an honor to do that with our listeners. Yes, I agree. All right, everybody. Same channel right here. <laughs> I was going to try to say the back <laughs> channel or something. But we'll be here uh, Monday night at 9 p.m. Pacific. And we invite you to come back and listen live with us. Come on, talk to us, um, or listen um, after the fact anytime it's convenient for you. But until next time, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night.